Hey guys, this is Vanny Campanovo. I am your host and the owner of the Trinity Integrative Holistic Medicine and Counseling Services. I am a licensed chemical dependency counselor and a certified sex addiction therapist with a master's in forensic psychology. I also have been diagnosed with DID, Dissociative Identity Disorder, Autism Level 1, PTSD, ADHD, and Major Depression. And I am doing this particular podcast to spread awareness to those who are struggling with these particular diagnoses, as well as to those who love individuals who may possibly be struggling with this. Before I get too much into this particular segment, I did want to let you guys know that I am doing some changes. So this particular podcast on my Apple and Spotify will be basically me just talking. Um, Usually what I used to do was I would record via Zoom and then upload. It has been very difficult for me to do that. Um, So my YouTube channel will be specifically for those those interviews that are with individuals and professionals who have DID, autism, ADHD, OCD, um, and any other dissociative disorders, as well as any professionals who treat them. And I also will do uh, some videos on like healing modalities and things of that nature. This particular piece of my podcast, when it comes to the Apple podcast and uh, Spotify, I'm actually going to just talk and have like a, a you know, table talk. So um, you may hear a lot more ums and likes and less editing, uh, but I will try and give you guys uh, what you need. So um, I want to start off with um, a question that was given to me, um, and that is, can I heal uh, if I am still in an abusive relationship and that when when someone asks me about abuse, I think um, we should kind of talk about what abuse looks like. Um, and then also when we talk about relationships, I want to make sure that it is very known that um, abuse doesn't always have to be in a romantic relationship. It can be a brother and sister. It can be sister and sister, brother and brother. It can be mother and father parental abuse okay it can even be abuse in the um, workplace so I just want to make sure that when someone is hearing this that we understand that because if we have struggled with being abused in our our lives um, we're more likely to have multiple abusive relationships Um, and I think that that people uh, can get a bad rep with that I think some people will say, okay, that person is always the victim. That person is always in, um, you know, they're always playing victimization. And I think there's, there is some truth to that. Um, but I think also when we're not completely self-aware of what abuse is or what's not normal or not healthy, we do tend to put ourselves in uh, these situations. And it is not uncommon for individuals with PTSD um, autism especially, they're more likely to be in um, abusive situations just because uh, it's a little bit easier to control someone uh, who is easily empathetic, um, um, people-pleasing, masking, because they don't really know how to be themselves. Uh, So therefore, it's a lot easier to control them because they haven't grown into that. So 
Anyways, let's start with what is abuse? So abuse is, um, it is when there is damage. And I want to make sure that I say damage. When there is physical damage, when there is psychological damage, when there is emotional damage, and when there is spiritual damage. A lot of people think that abuse means that if I haven't hit you upside the head and left a bruise on you, then I have not abused you. Um, And so people think because physical abuse leaves a physical mark that that is considered abuse. However, research has shown, and you know, um, they say, you know, this is something that we have to stop telling kids. Sticks and stones and I break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That is a lie from the pit of Satan. Um, <laughs> so, like, first off, uh, everybody who knows me may know that I am in my conversion of becoming a an Orthodox Jew. Um, and But even before then, I was a Bible believer. And one thing that I believed was that words have power. And even if you don't believe in the Bible, even if you're a new age person, even if you are um, a person of affirmations, even if you're just science-based, just science. Um, Masuro Emoto did a wonderful research on water that has consciousness and that water structure changes based on the thought intent or the word that was released over the structured water there are um there are like rivers and bodies of water all over the world currently that are healing waters due to people going and praying i have a book called um the power of sound by elizabeth claire prophet um and it talks about how affirmations create, heal, and transform. So like there is scientific evidence that uh, what you release and what you say can can literally change the structure of water molecules. And guys, remember, we are like 70% water, um, our own bodies. So that means that depending on the words that we say and the way that we think, the, the way that our it, it can affect the structure in our body. So individuals who have negative words, negative thinking can be more likely to have strokes um, due to like the thickening and clotting of the blood. There's so much that goes into this research. But anyways, verbal abuse. So if we talked about verbal abuse, verbal abuse is known to um, increase shame and raise cortisol levels that can cause an individual to have increased heart rate um, and a, a, a decrease in self-esteem. And when an individual has a decrease in self-esteem, there is an increase in fear. And so now this person, is there damage done? There's absolute damage done, not just on a um, psychological level, but that psychological level ends up going so deep that it causes physical reactions, physical response, and physical um pain. And most people don't know this. You can go to jail for verbal abuse. You can absolutely go to jail for verbal abuse. They call it verbal assault. You can go to jail for threatening someone. Why? Because by your threats and by your words, someone could feel 
fear. Um, think about it. There's probably somebody somewhere in your life that said something to you that you just haven't gotten over with. It like it just hasn't you haven't healed from that statement. And there's some people that maybe said something very positive over your life and you remember that and you love them. They could have been the worst person ever, but because they spoke something positive over your life, you're like, oh my goodness, I love this person. I'll never forget that person because they said that, right? And so you have to understand that words uh, can damage an individual. Um, let's talk about emo emotional abuse. Emotional abuse could be neglect, guys. This could be, and by the way, so um, with verbal abuse, your parents can verbally abuse you. Um, they can tell you that you're stupid, that you're never going to amount into anything. They can criticize you 24-7, so there's nothing that you could ever do right um, to the point that you have a fear of even trying to do anything out of because you think you, you, you're just going to do it wrong. And then it causes all this anxiety, and then this anxiety causes all of this extra cortisol, okay? Because their verbal abuse has now affected the way that you think. Um, emotional abuse also can be parental it can be um your boss it could be your your lover and that it could be neglect that can be complete like ignoring um did y'all know that you can go to jail for neglecting your children uh meaning like you don't listen to them you just like uh, you just let them do whatever you don't change them you, you just you neglect them right so there's the emotional neglect um in relationships that can turn out to be like, you know, um, and here's, here's a funny thing. What, what can that look like? Like you can have a child, um, but you don't talk to the kid. You don't try and see the kid. You don't try to spend time with the kid. Like, like the kid is there, but you, you just don't do anything. Okay. That is emotional neglect. You could have a wife or a husband and like, you don't talk to them. You don't spend time with them. You don't, ask them how, you know, how they're doing. You, you just don't, you don't do anything with them. That can be emotional abuse. Why? Because that can lead them to where they are missing needs. That could be very, very dangerous. Um, when it comes to like marriage, I think it's really important because like in marriage, you need support. You need emotional support. You need somebody that you can talk to that there's confidence. You need sex, okay? There are things that you need and that if your partner is purposely or intently uh, withholding those things from you, that can cause, again, a lot of fear-based emotions, a lot of shame, a lot of doubt, increased anxiety and cortisol, and here we are um, in this um you know, a lot of people, emotional and mental abuse can sometimes go hand in hand. Mental abuse is kind of like gaslighting. What does gaslighting look like? You know, we're in this era where everyone's a narcissist. Um, and I don't mean that literally. I mean, like everyone says that everyone's a narcissist. Like <laughs> there are clinical traits that can make someone a narcissist. And then there are just selfish people. There's just toxic people. But we are living in a day and age where everybody thinks everyone is a narcissist. And we probably need to talk about like, what is a narcissist? Uh, maybe that'll be the next section, but we're not going to do that today. But um, with that being said, um, everyone, when they use the term narcissist, they want to talk about gaslighting me. I've had so many people tell me, stop gaslighting me. And it's like, well, I, I take that back. I don't have so many people that say, stop gaslighting me. I have um, 
maybe one or two people who will say, stop gaslighting me. Um, and it's mainly because they have heard me use the term gaslighting. Um, I don't know if they've even researched it, but a lot of times people try and grab like clinical terms and they try and jump on the bandwagon. So let's talk about like, what is gaslighting? Okay. Gaslighting is maybe I saw that you are, um, cheating. I get a lot of women that talk to me about their husbands having multiple affairs. Um, and I work with sex addicts. So I get a lot of husbands telling me that they also have, um, (laughs) Uh, multiple affairs, right? So let's say, and I'm saying this one, but I may do something that's not as um, blatant because gaslighting can, we can get it on a, a micro level, but on a macro level, like what is gaslighting, right? So gaslighting for like, say there's an, an affair. Let's say I see that you are, um, I see a text message that you that you you're doing like you're you're messaging someone or you've seen a text message that your husband or partner has sent out right and you've seen that it is completely and utterly inappropriate okay um gaslighting would be uh one could be they delete it they can just delete it and then they can say that was never there what are you talking about Um, another gaslighting form, uh, could be, um, that they say, oh, you know what? You're just, you're really, really insecure. That's not what that means. That's, that's not what I meant by that. That's not what I meant by that. You're just really insecure, but you saw clearly that, I mean, it could have been like, you look so hot, you know, I didn't mean that I, I wasn't flirting. You're just so insecure. I meant like they're hot. Like they looked hot because they're, it was sweating, you know, like, so like that is gaslighting. Another form of gaslighting. I had a client tell me that their spouse, um, told them that they, um, it was, a, it was retarded. Okay. And it, I'm not saying that the person that the client of mine was retarded, the person who was doing the gaslighting was re- the reason was retarded. So if, the, if you are here, like, you know, I'm, all names are quiet, right? Um, but like they couldn't drink a particular alcohol. And so um, they kept telling him this particular alcohol makes me sick or I don't like it or whatever the case may be. And um, so the person, their partner began getting the alcohol that they said that they didn't like that was affecting them. And they would pour out the person's other alcohol that they did like, and they would pour it in their bottle just to see if it was going to affect them. And every time the person would drink, say, oh my gosh, I, I feel like this, like at one point this alcohol wasn't doing this to me, and now this is doing this to me. And the person was like, oh, it's just all in your head. It's just all in your head, all right? Here's another form of gaslighting parents. If your kids are like, and, 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 wives do this too but like okay you don't like say they a partner says I don't like to eat this or I don't want to eat this and, or the kid says I don't like this and then you put you cook something and you tell them that it's something else 
And then when they say, oh, it tastes like this, or I don't think I like this, you're like, oh, well, you've always liked it, now you don't like it? Like, so, like, those are, those are these little things that you make a person question their reality. And gaslighting actually comes from a term in a movie where a woman, back in the day in this movie, in order for their lights to come on, they there had to be um, a gas light and the light had to be oiled in order for it to burn. And so uh, that meant that someone had to go up into the attic and, oil, and turn the oil on for it to burn. And so there was this woman who was very, I, I believe, wealthy and her husband wanted to basically get her in a psych ward and uh, take all of her money. So he would basically say, hey, I'm leaving. I'm going out. And then he would go out. Right. Um, and then she would, and th but he would go upstairs and then he would like turn on the lights in the house, the gaslight. So then when she, when he would come back, she would say, babe, babe, there's someone in the house. There's someone in the house. And he would say, no, there's nobody in the house. What's wrong with you? I've checked. There's no one in the house. And after doing that so many times, she began to question herself. Okay. This is why gaslighting is so dangerous because gaslighting can make an individual's brain structure and the way that their neural network runs, it can switch it. So now a person is completely confused about their own reality. And as you see, a lot of people with dissociative identity disorder and PTSD um, and any of any other um, diagnoses of trauma, like they struggle with like what's reality. And that could be because their reality has been questioned or they have been made to question their reality for so long that they don't know what's up from down, okay? Um, another um, way uh, uh, of abuse is spiritual abuse. Um, this is something that I am definitely healing from. Um, with, with spiritual abuse, I not too long ago went to a, a place um, and as I'm going through my journey, I, th I mean, there's just so many questions. I think it's so important, like after you get out of these toxic relationships, these toxic situations, you start to recognize, like, wait a minute, like everything about me has been told, like, you need to do this. You need to believe this. You need to act this way. You need to write this way. You need to look this way. You need to dress this way. You need to speak this way, you know, and people who are autistic, right? Like, you're like, okay, that's the correct way. Let me do that. So I'm going to act like you. I'm going to dress like you. I'm going to speak like you. I'm like, you know, like you're just like, I don't know, because if I act like me or dress like me or whatever, you're going to, you're going to make fun of me. You're going to make fun that, that I like to dress up in princess clothes, or you're going to make fun that like, I, I, um, maybe I want to be like over the top or you're going to make fun that maybe I have a British accent one day, you know, like you're going to make fun of those things. So like, I have to, I have to assimilate like that's how we think right and so it's so easy for people to tell us what we're what we're supposed to do and you know the even like in religion they tell you like what you're supposed to believe what you're supposed to think and honestly like that's not how it's supposed to go like you're supposed to have your own free will like the bible specifically says that you are created now I've given you life and death like he says choose life that's just because that's just a wise choice you it's just wise to choose life, but like you have the ability to choose death, you know, but it doesn't mean that God is going to give you death. I mean, there may be something that you do that will kill you, but what it means is the choices of your life, 
your life consequences will destroy you. Your life consequences, the punishments of life in your decisions. That is the death that you're making. Like, okay, it's not like you do drugs and God's going to kill you. Okay, it's not like, oh, he's doing drugs. God's going to smite you dead. No, it's like you're doing drugs. And because you're doing drugs, you're going to kill yourself because you chose that. And God's going to allow it because he gives you free will. Anyways, we'll talk about spirituality on a like a whole nother note, but we're just defining abuse right now. <laughs> but um, I was talking to this one rabbi, and uh, well, mm, let me correct myself. I was talking to this guy who said he was a rabbi who was not a rabbi. Um, and <laughs> and uh, see, it, you, 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 it's like y'all, and you have to be careful if you're used to like all this like craziness and. Like, you know, I used to sit back and be like, like, why am I the one that, like, ends up in, a, like, my apartment complex? And now my apartment complex, I find out, is, like, stealing money. And it's my money. Or, like, why is it that, uh, you know, the car company uh, went under wraps and they took all of, you know, my money? It, we, like, we really have to learn how to be a little bit more, like, people who are um, autistic specifically, we're very caring, we're very empathetic, overly empathetic, and we trust everyone, and that gets us into so much trouble. So anyways, we find ourselves in the craziest situations. So I found myself almost, almost, I recognized it because I was like, you know what, I'm going through this healing journey, so I'm I'm 99% sure that if I like something, it's probably not healthy. <laughs> That's something that you guys need to start thinking about. Your initial thought, rethink it. Like, if you like it, it's probably something wrong with it. I'm not saying that it'll be that way forever. I'm just saying, like, unless you go through your healing, you will continue. If you continue to stay in your brokenness, you will continue attracting brokenness, okay? So I was almost getting into this little cult thing. They were telling me how they were Orthodox Jews. They were not. But anyways, um, I had asked this question. Because remember, I'm like under this belief, this guy is that they're Orthodox Jews, um, and this is what I want in life. And so I'm watching all these videos and reading up because spirituality is my special interest. And I asked them a question about this, and it had something to do with like reincarnation, which, by the way, guys, uh, my DID people, I got some things for y'all to think about when we start talking about DID and spirituality, but that's another note. But um, I was like, hey, I heard that this happens. Is this true? And I don't know why. I, I think I wanted to know, like, if my rabbi believed that, because I think I believed that, right? You know what he said? He said, no, we don't believe that. He didn't say, no, I don't believe that. He didn't say, no, that's not a part of the doctrine. That's not a part of, like, um, the... What, what could be a better way? He, I think he could have best said I don't believe that I don't teach that but he looked at me and he said no we like he included me and as my husband says is there a mouse in our pocket um he was like we don't believe that and you know what I did I said oh, okay and I took it and I was like yeah we don't believe that because <laughs> okay remember us Aspies we like okay yeah that's right okay well thank the lord that I'm going through my own healing process and I was like uh wait a minute who are you to tell me what I believe? Okay. And so then I realized that a lot of the things that I have been told that I believe, I don't believe. 
I just accepted it. And I don't even know why. So I'm like going through, a, I'm literally going through a whole release of that. But one of the things, I mean, I've been told with spiritual abuse, there are people who are telling you right now that you're going to go to hell because maybe you're not obedient to them. Not that you're not obedient to God or your higher power. You're not obedient to their way, their thinking, their beliefs, their wants, the way that they want you to act because you are not submitting to them. You are disobedient and you are going to hell. That is spiritual abuse. Okay. That is spiritual abuse. I just want to let y'all know that. Um, so, you know, people will try and control you and that becomes very damaging because then you start to recognize like you don't even know who you are and you're afraid you're believing you're going to go to hell all day and now you're trying to be perfect. And I mean, that just causes so much fear and anxiety. So when we're thinking about abuse, if we're thinking about that, it has to bring danger. And when we're thinking about traumatizing, traumatizing means that there that it puts a person into a state of a sympathetic um sympathetic activation where their nervous system and their mental capacity is on fear mode, full of anxiety, full of panic, and they cannot live. This is very, very important. We diagnose things when it impedes on your daily life, when it impedes on your daily life, when the fear becomes so scary that you cannot make a decision without someone telling you. There are people out there that say, oh my gosh, you know what? You're so toxic. You're so codependent. Okay, well, how about this? You have people telling you how to live your life every day, telling you how to think every day, telling you how to dress every day. And then all of a sudden you realize that you are your own individual person. And now when you're trying to like get away from this, you're having to learn how to be independent because people weren't allowing you to be independent because people were basically making you their puppet, okay? So these are things that we want to talk about. So is it okay to, can you heal in this environment? And the answer is kind of and no, not really. <laughs> because... Think about a fish and I, okay, so I, I did a video and I posted it. I don't know if it's still up there or not, but so I remember I was like in the tub one day and I was like holding my, my breath underwater and I was holding it, which by the way, I'll talk about like the, the spirituality of like, even like water rebirthing, you know, but anyways, I was like holding my breath underwater and, um, of course water is life, but, um, I heard my higher power I heard, and I'm going to just say my higher power. So I heard his gym tell me. Hashem was like, um, you know, like I was coming up, breathing, going back down, holding my breath, coming up, breathing, holding breath. And, and then Hashem said, you know, you can't live underwater. And I was like, yeah, but water is life. He's like, yes, but you can't live underwater because that's not your environment. You may can live underwater for a little bit. You may be able to hold your breath for a little bit. You may even be able to gain uh being able to hold your breath for a long period of time, you know, but in your natural state, eventually you're going to need to come up and gasp for air. So can I live underwater? No, I can tolerate it for a little bit, but then afterwards I got to get the heck up out of the water. Okay. Vice versa, a fish, you pull a fish out of the water, the fish can live for a little bit. It flops and flops and flops and flops and flops and flops. 
Okay, but eventually that fish is going to die. It's going it, to, it's like it can't survive in air. It's not its element. It's, it's just not its element. So can you live in a toxic environment? Can you stay in that relationship? Can you stay in that home? Can you stay in that friendship? I mean, you can stay in it, but you're only going to heal just a little bit, but not enough to thrive, not enough to be successful, not enough to be able to obtain and live life to the abundance and the, and the fullness that you're supposed to. And again, you can choose to stay there, but you're only going to cap to a certain limit. Okay, because then you have to wake up and you have to say, do I really want to live? Do I really want the healing? Do I really want life? And if the answer is yes, then you have to find your environment. And by finding your environment, that means you have to find your people. Okay, just because they're blood doesn't make them your people. Okay, just because you grew up in that area doesn't mean that that's your people. Just because you're raised in that faith doesn't mean that that's your people, okay? Just because you are married right now doesn't mean that that's your person, okay? I'm not saying that they can't be, but I'm just saying if they're killing you or the environment is killing you, then it's not helping you, okay? Are you dying? Are you dying emotionally? Are you dying physically? Are you dying spiritually? Are you dying physically? Like these are things that are, are you living or are you dying? And if so, then you're in the wrong environment and your goal is to find your tribe. First heal, go through your healing. What does that look like? I mean, that's therapy. That's going to your codependency meetings that's speaking to your 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 therapist whether you're taking you're getting brain spotting or emdr if you are autistic finding you know an aba therapist which you by the way y'all i get so ticked that there are not enough autistic adult therapists or autistic adult um uh like uh resources it's almost like they think autistic people are only kids and it's like, what the heck? You know, we grow up, right? Like, we grow up. <laughs> so anyways, um, yeah, yeah. So, so like, you go, you, you find your tribe. You find your tribe. You make sure that they're, they're, they're matching the vibration, okay? Like, I'm a quantum healing person. We are made of energy, kinetic energy. Your brain has a brain wave. Your heart has waves, okay? That means we have an electrical magnetic field. And guess what? We're pulsating at a vibration. And y'all need to be looking for people that are on a high vibrations. If they're on a low vibration, and I will teach on them, what, what the heck is a low vibration? Fear, control, manipulation, criticism, shame, all that stuff. And guess what? If you're coming out of trauma, you're on that level too. You're on that level too. But that's okay. Because the question is, is do you want to get healed? Do you want to be well? Okay, um, I believe uh, like Jesus, that's a whole nother conversation that I, I will have possibly. I don't even know if I want to get into it uh, because, yes, I believe. Yes, I mean, Jesus was a person. I believe in Jesus and all this stuff. Uh, but the believing in Jesus, the way that I believe in Jesus and the believe in Jesus, the way Jews believe in Jesus and the way the Christians believe in Jesus and the way Muslims believe in Jesus are completely different. And I, so I don't want to even get on that. But what one thing I will say is that Jesus was the bomb.com and that his words were life. His words were life. I hear what I'm saying. His words were life and that his words were 
from the creator and here is a question that he asked someone and I think it's a question that everyone needs to ask themselves do you want to be well do you want to be well because if you want to be well you got to stop doing whatever the heck you're doing right now it's not working it's not working so take it from guru Jesus take it from yogi Jesus Take it from Saint Esau, this, you know, take it from Yeshua, however you know him by, and ask yourself, do you want to get well? Okay. Um, so can you be healed in this environment? Can you heal from this environment? Kinda, but not really. Okay, so I hope in this particular segment I'm going to get off because I still want to make all of these segments. I don't want to be too long on you guys, but um, I hope that you guys understand that what, what abuse is. It is not like, oh my gosh, someone told me that um, I need to, you know, um, I don't know, like, like, you know, maybe I, I need to do my work. Maybe I'm just slacking off on work and my, you know, my boss told me to do my work. No, that's that's not abuse. Or maybe even your husband says, like, you know, I really would like it if you could um, help me out and do this. Like, that's not abuse. I, abuse is when they're like, you know what, you're pathetic, you're worthless, you, you, you know, uh, you're a mistake, like all of those things. That's abuse. So is it damaging? So we, we talked about what is abuse. We talked about what is trauma. How did it, it puts you in a fear state. It makes you afraid. It, it changes. It literally changes the neurological structure of the brain. It changes the 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 structure of the water molecules in the, in the body. It changes everything about the body to act in a natural state of homeostasis. Um, and then we talked we talked a little bit about gaslighting, but uh, most importantly. Like we talked about, do you want to get well? And if so, you have to change your environment. And that means people, places, and things. So I also learned that you guys can leave me voice notes. There was someone that left me a voice note. If you're listening to my channel, thank you so much that you are thankful that I'm doing this channel. I am thankful that you're listening to this channel, that I'm just not just talking just to talk. Um, because that's Aspies, we like to talk. Um, but anyways, uh, ask me questions because I want to give you guys the answers. Um, I love you guys and until next time, please follow me on Spotify and Apple. Subscribe to my channel on YouTube at the Trinity Holistic Healing. Add us on Instagram. If you're looking for counseling or life coaching, please go to the trinityholistichealing.com. Uh, and I cannot wait to do another podcast with you guys. Bye-bye.